Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Breaking 16. We got episode 26 here for you guys today, and we do have a lot to cover, being that I uh, missed another week, but um, there's a good reason this time. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff this week, and uh, we've got a couple races to cover. Um, bringing back an old segment, and we're just going to kind of talk about how life has been recently. All of this today on Breaking 16, episode 26. Alrighty, guys. So we got yet another episode of Breaking 16. The podcast is still alive. Um, uh, I think the best way to kick this off is to apologize for um, my lack of an episode last week. And um, trust me, there is um, a good reason for this. Uh, I'm not really going to delve into the uh, specifics of why I missed an episode, but I will uh, say that it was um, due to some family and personal um, stuff going on in my life. Um, I do apologize for not uh, posting on my socials and notifying everybody and all my loyal listeners, all three of you, that um, <laughs> I was not going to be having a podcast um, that week. But the good thing about uh, missing a podcast is that we get a longer podcast um, on the next week. And we actually do have um, a lot of stuff to cover. Um so I think the best place to start, um, I don't really have a lot in my show notes today, um, a little bit underprepared, but um, let's go back to two weeks ago. So I was supposed to talk about this in the, in the episode that I missed, but we'll talk about it today. Um, I did a two-race week, so I did a race on Wednesday, and I did a race on Saturday, and um uh, I did this to kind of catch up on races, which I guess kind of backfired a little bit. We'll get into that later. Um, but uh, both races, I felt decent, um, but my times didn't really reflect that too well. Um, not sure on my exact times. I don't have them up with me or easily accessible. But they were definitely uh, north of 19. I think I was running like 1930s, and uh, it was just um, one of those races i think on the first race the wednesday race um i was running i felt good through the first two kilometers and then i get stopped by uh some stray dogs um or maybe yeah i, th- I get stopped by some stray dogs and just kind of uh ruin the race i actually had to pause the race momentarily to stop for the dogs um just because i was i didn't want them to be like aggressive or anything you know and just like have them tear me apart because there was two of them and they were a uh, decent sized but uh, I stopped for the dogs, let them do their thing, um, and just kind of got on with my race. And it just kind of put me out of the zone. Um, but uh, we still got, at the end of the day, it was a good workout. Um, it was just kind of a bad uh, circumstance. Um, Saturday race, um, I, was, I felt super, super confident. And <laughs> those who run... Um, that was kind of like, it seems kind of backwards. Like when you feel confident, when you feel loose, you actually run an eh time, an eh time, but uh, when you're feeling like sluggish and slow, you actually throw down a good time, which is kind of weird how that works, I don't know if I'm the only one where that's the situation for me, but uh, I've definitely, that's kind of what happened on Saturday, so I felt really, really confident heading into the race, I felt good, I felt like I was gonna get an off-season PR, and um, I did like a 1920, I think, Um, I saw the dogs again, but they didn't really uh, stop me this time. 
But um, I think what happened in that race is um, I did the. It was it was kind of a little bit psychological, a little bit physical. Uh, I felt really good, um, and I ran my first kilometer like twenty seconds ahead of pace. And I felt really good through that. And I felt really good into my second kilometer as well. But I looked down at my watch and I saw that negative like 22 seconds. And I was like, I'm going way too fast. Hopefully I can sustain this. Hopefully I don't burn out. Hopefully I didn't just screw myself for the rest of the race. And this, these thoughts kind of raced through my head. As I'm sure they raced through a lot of other people's heads. I just kind of got like, not, I wasn't in the moment. I was just uh, running. And then I looked at my watch. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm going way too fast. Um, so I was like caught between the land of, am I going to run a really good time right now or am I going to run a really crap one? And I didn't run that good of a time. But what I will say about that Saturday race is that um, it was one of the few races this like peak period, this peak season, where I uh, really felt that I left it all out there. So despite kind of a, a bad time, I felt like I... Uh, executed um, to the best of my ability. And that's kind of all you can ask for at this point in the off-season. Um, so those were those two races. Um, that's the week we missed. So we were all caught up, and now he's got to cover this past week <laughs> that I did. So yeah, two weeks of coverage here. That's what I get for missing episodes. Um, so this week was really tough for me. Uh, personally and not just I'm not talking about in terms of running I'm talking in terms of emotion um I as I alluded to at the top of the show um I did have some uh family um events and situations kind of bubble up and uh happen in my life um but uh running is one of those things where it's just kind of an escape it allows you to uh really distract yourself and be somewhere else and get uncomfortable but uh, feel accomplished at the end of it. That's what running does. And so I was running. Um, I ran Sunday. I ran Monday. I ran Tuesday. Um, but uh, Wednesday, I had to... Or, no, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. I ran Tuesday morning at like 5 a.m. Because I was leaving town. I was going to... I actually went to Oregon. Um... And in Oregon, I don't know if you if I have any listeners in Oregon, um, but Oregon's on fire right now. It's like the worst fire wildfire in their history. So it was super ashy. Literally, I was coughing walking around, um, and there was no treadmills at the hotel I stayed at. Um, legitimately, there was no way to run. So my 130-day running streak, I've been running since every single day since May 2nd, um, emphatically came to an end, um, and it's Wednesday, no running, Thursday, no running, uh, Friday, no running, and I got back in town Friday night, um, so I just kind of didn't get to have a running week, which is super, super weird, um, considering that I've been running, like, the, like, all of quarantine, it's just kind of, like, kept me mentally stable, um, running has, and it felt really, really weird to not run, um, so with that, there was no race this week. There was no hard workouts. It was just absence of running. I was just kind of dealing with what was thrust into onto my plate. But um, the good news is it's uh, all resolved. 
Um, and then Friday I got back into town and Saturday today, the day of recording, I got in a good six mile run and I felt really, really good on the run. Um, and I kind of came to like a realization that running is like one of those things where you do it every day and you kind of take it for granted a little bit. Um, you take it for granted. You're like, oh, I have to run today. I have to run. It becomes more of a chore, but when you have it taken away from you, and you do get to go and actually run again after having a little bit of a like a forced break you kind of realize um that it's a privilege that you like being able to run every day is an awesome privilege that i have and that um and being able to work out being able to do the stuff you love every single day or often enough to where it's like normal is it's a blessing and you just got to kind of realize um, that sort of stuff, but um, outside of that, um, that was kind of like I I logged twenty three miles this week twenty four, so it's like my lowest mile week in a long 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 time, but maybe hey maybe there will be a uh, peak to come out of this valley, um, maybe this little downward trend will result in a big uptick. Maybe next week I'll have a good race, um, but that is next week, and we will talk about that next week. But um, let's just kind of move on to the next segment. I know I kind of rambled there for a bit. Um, The next segment, I'm bringing it back. We kind of did it like four or five times, maybe six, maybe seven, maybe eight. But um, I just kind of like fell off doing it. I actually did it a lot when I was recording my shows and uploading them to YouTube. But I ended up stopping that just because it was logistically not working out. But... We're bringing this segment back, and a couple of you probably already know, it is the quote of the week segment. So, when I was away kind of doing my break from social media, from creating, from podcasting, from everything, from running, um, I was kind of thinking of ways to make the podcast better, and to make it longer, to make it more engaging for my audience, and um, a couple of you guys liked quote of the week, so we are going to bring that back, and hopefully have some good little dialogues spew forth from the segment I call quote of the week all right so without further ado let us uh talk about our quote of the week um this one comes from Zach Levitt um I really enjoy watching Zach Levitt I'm glad he's getting back into running um but one of his older videos he says something and it kind of really stuck with me it was one of those things you hear and um you're like I need to write that down and I wrote it down and I put it on my mirror and it's been on my mirror and now I could share it with you guys. Um, so the quote is, make your ceiling your new floor. Um, so obviously it's not talking about like add another story to your house. But it is talking about the figurative ceiling and floor. So let's just kind of throw this into an example. Um, weightlifting. I think weightlifting is an easy example. Let's say you can only bench press... 50 pounds like that's your ceiling that was like that's your max that's your limit that's your ceiling right and you can quit there and that could be your ceiling and you could be comfortable in your tiny little house or you could uh work hard be brave and uh dream big and um you can work hard yeah work hard be brave i just said that um but you put in that work you grind and all of a sudden your new your ceiling becomes 65 pounds 70 pounds 75 pounds and you're just 
Your bench is going up and up and up and up. You throw a plate on there. All of a sudden, you're doing two plates. I know that's kind of <laughs> two plates is a lot. But um, all of a sudden, 50 pounds is your warm-up. And that's your floor. Like, that's where you start. Um, and it and your house has just grown. You have this big, tall house of your achievement. So what this means is that what may seem unobtainable, what may seem like too hard to accomplish, you got to really put your mind to it and realize that you could always add another story to your game, another story to your fitness, another story to your strength. You just got to have the resilience and the hard work to do so. And um, I've kind of noticed that um, in my life a little bit. It's definitely something I strive to do. Um, For example, um, freshman year, I would have thought my ceiling would have been like a 19-minute 5K. And now uh, I'm still kind of trying to get out of there. But uh, I'm I'm striving for that 15 or that 16 minute 5k i'm striving to get there Um, i'm really trying to expand my ceiling and i honestly believe that i have i believe that on the right day with the right mindset when everything comes together just right on the right course i really do believe i could uh run definitely in the 18s definitely in the 17s and if i'm lucky in the 16s right now at this stage of my fitness so i would say high 16s would probably be my ceiling right now but as you guys know my whole goal is to make 1559 um achievable so i'm trying constantly to expand my ceiling and to make it farther and i think that these past um couple months have really helped me and brought me closer to my goal raised my ceiling made it my new floor and i've gotten better because of it so this next week while you guys are out doing what you guys do while you guys are in class while you guys are working out you guys are making dinner chilling out Think to yourself, how can I challenge myself? What is my ceiling in this certain thing? And it could be anything. It could be, um, like I said, it could be cooking. It could be uh, schoolwork. It could be like chemistry, math. Or it could be fitness, like um, what I talk about. Uh, so you take it and like, what's my ceiling? And it, for cooking, it could be like, I only know these, know how to make these three dishes. Um, and just figure out, okay. How can I expand upon this? What what do I do to expand? Maybe you're trying new stuff. Maybe you make a couple bad meals, but at the end of the day, you're getting closer to making that fourth good meal. Um, and if it's like chemistry like or math, you're like, okay, I know 10 elements. That's like the most I can know. Oh, wait, I could push a little bit more. All of a sudden, I know 11, 12 elements. So this isn't just a fitness thing. It isn't just um, a working out thing. It is a life lesson that I've tried to apply to all uh, facets of my life. And I think that you guys can apply as well. So this week, think about how you can expand your ceiling and make that your new floor. That comes from Zach Levitt. Um, and that's kind of uh, where we uh, cut the episode to an end. We kind of draw it to a close. Um, and... I think this has been a productive episode. I thank you guys for bearing with me and sticking with the podcast. All right, guys. Alrighty, guys, that wraps up today's episode of Breaking 16. If you would like some more Breaking 16 content, some more Bryson Bridgington content, I encourage you to check out 
check me out on some of my other pa- platforms that I publish on. I can't talk today. My YouTube is Bryson Riddington. I have a couple interesting videos coming down the pipeline, so subscribe to my YouTube and check that out. My Instagram is at Bryson Ridd. If you'd like to ask me any questions or request to be on the show or just have a conversation, that is definitely the best place to contact me. My Strava is Bryson Reddington. And for some more random content, follow my TikTok at Bryson Reddington. Once again, this has been Breaking 16. Thank you for tuning in. Much love. Peace.